Hello there. Hello there. And welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. In this show, we're taking a little bit of a diversion away from the regular X-Wing uh, scene. And we're going to be talking about the X-Wing board game Outer Rim. And with me to chat that over is Fanboy 3's doyen of X-Wing tournaments, but also a keen Outer Rimmer, Marcus Zielinski. Hello there. Hello, Marcus. Welcome. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, it is uh, a real pleasure to welcome you on to discuss your Outer Rim. A pleasure to be here. Let's just chat through how the, the board game works and uh, what experiences uh, we've we've had with it. Um, in, in It is a very themey Star Wars board game, and it very much, having played it a couple of times, does feel like you're well into the Star Wars universe. How does it work in terms of, of getting you to feel that you are on, on the outer edge of the galaxy? So it's, it's very much a, a storytelling game, really. Um, you are taking the role of a, a mercenary or a smuggler or bounty hunter and trying to become famous. Um, and you'll do that by uh, completing scenarios and events going and tracking down bounties um, and doing cool stuff, flying around the galaxy, fighting against other famous people on the fringes of the universe. And there's a lovely spread of, of characters from all sorts of corners of the, of the universe that you find in there. You know, you, you can select between all kinds of different uh, characters to, to represent you on the board. Uh, a bit of Lando Calrissian or a, uh, a bit of Bosk. Yeah, you know, there's quite a few others. The the famous bounty hunters, you've got Han Solo, Ketsu, Dr. Afra. So, you know, a, a wide range of, of characters available. And they're all unique as well. They all do something different. Um, you know, characters that are thematically more geared towards smuggling. Um, so people like your Han Solos, your Landos, um, are gonna gain benefits for movement or for dice rolling, or, or, or for any number of things, whereas the, the bounty hunters are geared specifically towards bounty hunting and are going to get their benefits and, and their, uh, their points, if you like, from doing thematic things. Well, I really like that you can um, pick up a, a new ship uh, reasonably f soon into the start of the game. You, know, you, mm -hmm. can, you can work quite quickly towards saving up some credits to pick up a, a shadow caster or something else quite slinky that can power you around the galaxy a little bit faster than the the default ship you get given at the start of the game which felt really good and and then there's all kinds of upgrades from twin laser cannons to missiles to all sorts of stuff that you can stick on there to make your ship uh, offensively or defensively more effective and all sorts of fun things as well like i'm sure hands furry dice are in there fluffy dice shiny dice dice um and you can have a dejaric table and and lando's wardrobe and stuff like that so silly things as well as serious things and speaking of dice oh yeah well before we get much further onto the the mechanics of the game it is worth noting um the special treat you get inside the box so included in the box are a set of six uh nice gold attack dice similar to the world's attack dice from a few years ago um and as a result actually lots of people are buying the game for the dice alone 
um, which means people aren't playing this. It's sitting gathering dust. You can pick up a copy really cheaply. It's well worth your money. But if you've got it sat on a shelf gathering dust and it became the dice expansion for you, crack it open, get it played. Yeah, 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 for sure. It is It is a lot of fun. Um, and in, in terms of the mechanics, it is not Axis and Allies. It's not. It's um, very straightforward um, in terms of how you play. Um, fundamentally, the core mechanic behind it is the skill tests using the X-Wing attack dice. Uh, um, your character and any crew that you might acquire throughout the uh, the course of the game uh, each have particular skills such as knowledge and stealth and piloting and and when you have an ev- an event at the end of your turn you're going to be testing one of those skills and if you're not skilled you're looking for crits if you're skilled you're looking for a hit and if you're highly skilled you can even pass on a focus um, that's the core mechanic behind it okay and each turn you are looking to build up your fame to, until you reach 10 points and and you can do that in in all kinds of different ways but the the most obvious ones are either to ship cargo from one point in the galaxy to another or to go hunting for a bounty target that's right that's right um and each character has their own personal goal as well um that that fits in thematically with with what they do so for example lando picking on him again as a smuggler delivered to illegal cargo to uh, to upgrade and unlock his full ability and gain a fame at the same time somebody like boba fett he's looking for a fight gain rewards from two bounties to uh, to achieve your personal goal and gain fame from that and there's another one where you win three fights and that that gives you a fame and flips the card and and so on so there's there's different ways of using the um basic card descriptions to get fame but fundamentally each turn involves you moving your ship around doing something at the destination that you you get to uh which may be buying and selling stuff and all the rest of it and then maybe attacking something i mean that's that's basically it exactly right Uh, um it's simple to play but the, the, the attacking or doing something at the end is very thematic and very themey. A lot of the time, you're going to be given uh, a, a miniature story to play out, if you like. Tell us about uh, an example card or three. Sure. So, okay. So, at the end of, of each player's turn, you're going to have an encounter based upon where you are on the map, whether there's... Uh, one of the four factions uh, probably should have given a bit of background to that actually um, there are four neutral factions if you like that you each have a reputation with the rebellion the empire the syndicate and the huts and depending upon where you are in the galaxy on the board um, you, you could encounter one of their patrols or more likely if you're at a planet you're going to encounter the planet itself or potentially to take on a job or, or meet a bounty. So, as an example, job the casino heist, um, which is a four-part action essentially, um, requiring you to distract a security guard. So, test your influence. Um, try to slice into the system and steal some credits to test your tech. Um, 
just as you're finishing up, a patrolling officer notices you and you need to quickly subdue him. Test your strength and then have a ground combat with the security forces. You know, it's it's simply put, but with the flavor text, um, it, it does add for a nice, themey couple of hours. Yeah, it, it works really well. Um, uh, the um, the way that the mechanics work, I think it is quite important to make a choice on what is your route to winning. Are you going to be a, a bounty hunter? Are you going to be a smuggler? And, and certainly when I've played it, I've tried to be a little bit, oh, look, a shiny ship. I'll take a shiny ship and go everywhere really quickly. Or, oh, look, a shiny gun. I'll have a shiny gun as well as a shiny ship. And and actually, you can end up working against yourself. And and like pretty much every game, there's there's definitely value in trying to min-max if, if winning's what it's about. But actually, it's narrative enough where the winning becomes less important to just seeing what unfolds, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And the the choice of character almost helps to not even railroad road you down a particular route to success because the game does have the flexibility of allowing you to win how you want to win. But it's going to give you a, a good direction to head in. And you know, you might end up playing as a bounty hunter but then the first decent ship that becomes available isn't geared towards that and so you can completely go off at a tangent and still acquire the fame that you need to to uh, to win the game and it does definitely reward careful thinking you know you you tee up a uh, a job with a bonus fame if you complete two jobs on the same planet whatever it is and you get a bonus fame for uh, dropping off some cargo at the same place and Ba, 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 ba. and all of a sudden you, you're moving from four five six fame all the way up to ten and that's definitely a way to to drop a, a massive brick on your opponents mm, absolutely okay the um it is not board game of the year i think it's it's fair to say it's a lot of fun but um not one that is going to go down as one of the all-time classics no i um uh, it's it's a good themey mid-level a merry trash game for those board gamers out there um from a narrative standpoint i'd put it on a similar kind of level to something like uh, arkham horror third edition um yeah it's it's straightforward it makes a good experience but it's not doing anything new um if you've played a game like maybe firefly it scratches the same itch um but does it in a significantly better managed fashion i think and it doesn't have quite the the sneakiness that something like secret hitler can offer um it doesn't have quite the surprise factor that maybe the um battlestar galactica board game could offer and it certainly doesn't have the the very straightforward um tactical net that you need to play with something like carcassonne agreed and all that, that being said, I mean, those, those are criticisms you can level at, at a huge proportion of the board games that are out there that are doing, doing very well. I think my, my concern with it is that the mechanics left me feeling a little bit as though everybody is playing their own game. And then eventually you will bump into each other and decide that because somebody's doing really well, you have to nobble him. Yeah, uh, there, there's definitely an element of um, uh, punch the leader and that's a problem um 
as you say, everyone can play independently, and you could just get to the end without have, ever having interacted with an opponent. Um, there are, uh, within the core rules, there's, there's no mechanic to actually attack your opponents unless they're carrying a member of crew that you've got a bounty for, or you have a particular ship or job that allows you specifically to attack an opponent. Um, so that that's a disappointment. There is there is a nominal trading mechanic, which in the few games that, that I've played um, hasn't been used at all. And so it, it would definitely benefit from, from some added interactivity, yeah, maybe in a future expansion. We all know what Fantasy Flight are like for their expansions. Um, Absolutely. And, and you can't leave those gold dice begging. Well, that's it. some defence dice to match them. <laughs> yeah, uh, inevitably, the, uh, the defence dice have got to... Uh, the defence dice expansion has got to be coming. And, you know, people will drop on it again. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. you can see that happening. But, and it comes with a solo mode, which, which may be something of an explanation for why it does feel as though maybe you've got four people all playing the same game uh, in parallel rather than against one another. That's you, right. You can there's, play it solo. There's, um, when you're playing solo, there is a deck of AI cards that will basically determine what the AI player does on a given turn, do the first thing that applies. If defeated, recover all damage. Then move to the closest goal or gain 2,000 credits. Then do all that apply. If at a cargo destination, deliver it. It's very simple. Um, but, you know, I, I haven't tried it. I, I probably will try it at some point in the future. I don't play a lot of solo games, but it looks like a, a solid enough thing. But it does highlight the flaw um, in the fact that it is, you know, uh, multiplayer solitaire version yeah. 0.5 1.5 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i can see that i can see that um but all in all in in terms of value for time spent it, it for me it is definitely well worth a go absolutely um even even if it's at its um full price um you can pick it up for about 40 quid at retail uh um, maybe a little bit more at local retailers, um, but people are offloading it with no dice in, you know, for fifteen, twenty quid, and that's it's well worth it. Yeah, that you price know. is an absolute steal, isn't it? That's, that's uh, less than your standard GW core book, um, yeah. let alone or even um, Codex book. So it it is really good value, um, and yeah. Um, for the real point, it is definitely worth an evening of your time and possibly a lot more than one evening. I hope so. <laughs> okay, that's all good. Um, Marcus, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thank X-wingers, you. X-Wingers, fret not. We will be back, back to chatting about X-Wing in the very near future. In the meantime, it's goodbye from Marcus. Goodbye. And goodbye from me, Bob D. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs>